Amen. It's great to be in the house of the Lord this evening. Thank you to all those that have come out, come out faithfully on Sunday night. Really, it's first and foremost for the Lord, isn't it? What we receive is secondary, but we're so thankful for what we receive. We come to honor the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and sing Him songs, bless His heart, and His ear is attentive to this place, and He's in this place with us, and He's looking into our hearts. Heat is either an enemy of performance or it is a catalyst of performance. Let's say that again. Heat is either an enemy of performance or it is a catalyst of performance. Think about it tonight. When the heat is turned up, some weaken. When the heat is turned up, some buckle. When the heat is turned up, some cave. When the heat is turned up, some retreat. When the heat is turned up, some let the heat dictate response. And when the heat is turned up, some rise. When the heat is turned up, some stand. When the heat is turned up, some resist. When the heat is turned up, some advance. When the heat is turned up, some keep on as they always have. This can be applied to any area of life where we face heat. Think of an athlete. Think of a soldier. Think of a business owner. Think of a parent a preacher, a church. The performance I want to focus on tonight is kingdom performance. For kingdom performance speaks to every part of our living. We don't compartmentalize our lives. All of who we are and all of what we do is under the Lord. Are there examples in the Word of God of men and women that faced heat. Noah, Daniel, Job, Joseph, Esther, David, and these are just a few of the names. But there is one example in the Word that I want to focus on. Daniel chapter 3, if you have your Bibles, please turn there tonight. Daniel 3, we're going to begin with verses 1 to 6. For many, this is a familiar passage of Scripture. We'll know this story well. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits and its width, six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the middle in the province of Babylon. And King Nebuchadnezzar sent word to gather together the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces gathered together for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. 
Then a herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, you shall fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. The heat was turned up in the nation. The heat was turned up in the provinces. And I trust we can hear the Spirit of the Lord tonight. The heat was turned up to kill kingdom performance. This was a work of the enemy. Now the question is, how would the nation respond? How would the people respond? How would the people of the provinces respond? Daniel 3.7 So at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the horn, flute, harp, and lyre, in symphony with all kinds of music, all the people, nations and languages, fell down and worshipped the gold image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Was there anyone or any ones that wouldn't surrender to the heat? The pressure, the ultimatum. Are there those who will not bow? And we know that God has reserved for himself a troop that will not bow. Verses 8 to 18, Therefore at that time, Certain Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews. They spoke and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the gold image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you have said over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the gold image which you've set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up. Now, if you are ready, at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. 
But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. And I'd like to say to the church tonight, I'd like to say perhaps to those that are listening to this, post this service, this is the spirit that we are to have. This is the resolve that we are to have. This is the persistence we are to have. And this is the declaration that we are to have. But I wonder, what if, what if things get hotter yet? What if this heat we're up against is greater than the usual heat? What if the enemy turns it up seven times hotter? Verses 19 and 20, Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. You see, now it's getting real. Seven times hotter is no joke. Things get real, real quick when the furnace burns seven times hotter than it usually does. The heat we're facing, the pressure we're facing, the ultimatum we're facing, things get real, real quick. Many can handle the usual heat, but how about the unusual heat? It may be that our faith, our resolve, our commitment, our passion, our devotion can handle the usual heat, but can they handle the unusual heat? You see, these men didn't weaken. These men didn't buckle. These men didn't cave. These men didn't retreat. These men didn't let the heat dictate their response. These men didn't change their confession. These men didn't fall down and worship the gold image the kingdom of darkness had set up. You see, the enemy couldn't snare the hearts of these overcoming Christians. Now, the usual heat had no effect on these men. Why? I'll tell you why. Because of the unusual heat that was burning inside of them. And when you get this unusual heat burning inside of you, when you take this normal heat, this usual heat that we have, and you ask the Lord to put some super on this heat, and you ask the Lord to turn the heat inside of you up seven times, you can face the enemy's unusual heat. The problem is many can't face the enemy's unusual heat. They can face the usual heat, but not the unusual heat. And they crack, and they cave, and they bow, and they run, they retreat. Verses 21 to 23, these men were bound in their coats. When's the breakthrough coming, Lord? Their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And here we come to verses 24 and 25. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. The enemy loves to turn the heat on. And if a lit furnace isn't enough to bring us to our knees, he will heat the furnace seven times hotter. And he will bring unusual heat to try and break us. Unusual heat at our place of occupation. Unusual heat in the classroom. Unusual heat in the schoolyard. Unusual heat in the home. Unusual heat in health. Unusual heat in finances, unusual heat in politics, unusual heat in relationship, unusual heat in conquest. When we are facing usual heat, we need to stand strong. But when the enemy comes to turn that heat up, to snare the hearts of overcoming saints, to snare the hearts of overcoming Christians when the enemy comes to crank up the heat and turns up the heat seven times hotter. When we are facing unusual heat, let us remind ourselves who it is that we serve and let us draw on the unusual heat that is burning inside of us. Let's ask the Lord to take the heat up a level inside of us. Let's not cower. Let's not bend. Let's not break. Let's not retreat. Let's not accept the circumstances. Let's cry out that the Lord would turn up the heat. Stir yourself up in the most holy faith. We have a part to play in this. We need to turn the heat up. I don't know if there's anybody here tonight that is facing unusual heat. I'm not talking about usual heat. We all face that. Unusual heat. Whatever realm it is tonight, the enemy has cranked it up. It might be your marriage tonight, the enemy has cranked it up. It might be your home tonight, the enemy has cranked it up. It might be a battle of the mind and the enemy's cranked it up. It might be in, in relationship with this very body, the enemy's cranked it up. Because many can handle the usual heat. But when the unusual heat comes, many buckle, many run. They say they have faith in God, but they won't stand and allow Him to prove Himself faithful. When the voice of the devil talks to us and taunts us, and declares victory over us, it is time to respond like the three men. It is time to hold to our confession of faith. You know what they said? We have no need to answer you in this matter. Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand. You see, most would like to stop there, but it goes on. You see the kind of faith You see the kind of commitment. You see the kind of loyalty to the King of kings and the Lord of lords these three men had. Listen to what they say. 
But if not, let it be known to you that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. I mean, that's going all the way for Jesus. Give us a sign, Lord. We'll stand for you. Give us a sign. Jesus didn't say, stand, and I'll show up. He didn't say, once you're throwing in, I'll show up. But they knew their God. They knew his character. And even yet, if they had to die for their king, if they had to die for what was right, if they had to die for the truths of the gospel, if they had to die for the proper form of Christianity, if they had to die for devotion to their Lord, they were willing to. I feel like a word for us here tonight is that we need to quit answering the king of darkness. Quit answering the king of darkness. We're trying to barter. We're trying to make concessions. We're trying to figure things out to make it easier. Try and somehow have our faith, somehow have our commitment, our loyalty, but somehow make a deal like as long as you don't throw us in the furnace, can we work something out? What if we just bow, but we don't bow in our hearts? What if we go through the motions like everybody else, but, you know, we say, I got it working in my heart? Faith without works is dead. I'd rather go out in faith than drown the fire in me and bow to the enemy's unusual heat. I'd rather go out in faith. I thank God for those who go out in faith and who have gone out in faith. Verses 24 to 27. This is a remarkable piece of scripture. A remarkable piece of history. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. And he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king, look. He answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire, and the satraps, administrators, governors, and the king's counselors gathered together, and they saw these men, on whose bodies the fire had no power. The hair of their head was not singed, nor were their garments affected, and the smell of fire was not on them. Here's a few things I feel the Spirit is saying. We have been born again, and our bodies are not like the bodies of the worldly. These men, on whose bodies the fire had no power, the hair of their head was not singed, nor were their garments affected. I believe some here tonight just need to take that as a prophetic word. Into your life, you need to begin to declare it. We are not clothed as the world is clothed. The Lord has given us garments that can handle the unusual heat. I think of the garment of salvation. I think of the garment of praise. I think of the garment of holiness. God has clothed us. We have garments that can handle the unusual heat. 
And you know what else we need to remember tonight is that the Lord is with us in the furnace. The Lord is with us in the midst of the unusual heat. The Son of God is with us in the midst of the unusual heat. Listen to what the Bible says. I see four men walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. You see, though the enemy brings his unusual heat, there we are, loose, walking with the Son of God in the midst of the fire, and we are not hurt. And you know what I love? Verse 27, and the smell of fire was not on them. Not even the smell of fire. The voice reads, they didn't have the faintest smell of smoke on them. Wow. This is the God that we serve. Are you facing heat right now? Are you facing unusual heat? I encourage you tonight by the word of God, don't fear the furnace. Let the heat in you be turned up seven times hotter. Don't weaken, don't cave, don't buckle, don't bow. Don't let the heat dictate response. We can stop just for a moment. How many know when the unusual heat hits, it can affect our response? It can dictate our response. You say, well, how? I wonder how many times believers have stepped into church and allowed the unusual heat to dictate their worship. How many times we stepped into a prayer service and allowed the unusual heat to dictate our prayers? The unusual heat to dictate relationships. You know what I'm saying tonight? The unusual heat to change things, to change who we are, at least who we're supposed to be. Don't weaken, don't cave, don't buckle, don't bow. Don't let the heat dictate response. And can I say tonight, get ready for the appearance of the Son of God. I know this is a word for people here tonight. Let this, by the grace of God, be the time of your greatest kingdom performance. Let this time, this moment when the enemy has cranked up the heat, this unusual moment, you know what I'm talking about tonight, the unusual heat, the furnace is seven times hotter. I don't know how, how that's affecting you. I don't know what realm. It might be church life. It might be, you know, the fact that you're still sitting in a pew at Christ City. The enemy's just cranked up the heat. He's cranked up the heat. He's cranked up the heat, and you're about to crack if you don't ask him. If you don't ask him, that is your Lord and Savior to crank up the heat seven times hotter inside of you. Unless you stand. You don't run. You stand. You stand. You stand. Don't cave. Don't buckle. You ask the Lord. Crank up that heat, God. Facing this unusual heat. Let this time be the time of your greatest kingdom performance. Verses 28 and 29. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What a change of events. Who sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies 
that they should not serve nor worship any God except their own God. Therefore, therefore what? Well, therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made an ash heap, because there is no other God who can deliver like this. No other God who can deliver like this. I want to share some words tonight. And before I share these words, this is in there. But I want to encourage us to bring Christ into our crisis. Bring Christ into our crisis. I'm going to share these words from David Wilkerson. Please receive these words tonight. In Daniel 3, King Nebuchadnezzar erected a huge golden image 90 feet tall and summoned every leader from his far-flung empire to a dedication ceremony. Once they arrived, however, Nebuchadnezzar commanded that they all bow and worship before the image, and if they defied the order, they were to die. Three of Daniel's friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, refused to bow. When the guards brought the three Hebrew men before the king, he bellowed at them, So you refuse to bow before this image? I'm going to give you one more chance. If you don't bow this time, you'll be thrown into a burning, fiery furnace. The three Hebrews were finally cast into the furnace, but the king was puzzled. There had been no sudden flash of roasting bodies, no smell of burning flesh. He peered into the fire and was astonished at what he saw. The three Hebrew men were walking about on the top of the coals. The fire had only burned the ropes they had been tied with. And now their hands were raised, praising God. Nebuchadnezzar turned to one of his associates and said, How many men did we throw in the fire? Three, O king, came the answer. But I see four, and none of them is burning. None is even hurt. And one of them has the appearance of the Son of God. Jesus came into these men's crisis for one reason for their sake alone. He came to comfort and rescue them because he loved them. The Lord of glory committed himself to them in their hour of crisis because they were totally committed to him. Further words. Today, the heat of temptation and compromise is many times hotter than it was a generation ago. For example, Satan has rigged the entire technology of our age, corrupting it with seduction, sensuality, lust, and temptation. Why do we face such a white-hot furnace of temptation today? Why are lust and sex being used to sell every conceivable kind of product? Why are there hundreds of porno websites on the Internet? Who is the target of this flood of filth? It isn't the secular world which has already been seduced. No, Satan's target is none of these. Rather, he has manipulated the media to snare the hearts of overcoming Christians. He wants to weaken and destroy the testimony of the gospel. Right now, the furnace is being heated seven times over in the lives of many believers. Satan has created situations in their homes, on their jobs, and in their relationships that are more intense than ever. And many once strong Christians are giving up, quitting on God. They no longer pray for help. 
Instead, they think, my trial is too intense for me to survive. In Daniel 3, God turned the devil's scheme into an opportunity to expose the whole nation of Babylon to his testimony. Because the three men would not bow, the Lord delivered them, and they brought to the nation a clear manifestation of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know what kind of heat you're facing today, and we can have the worship team return. I don't know what kind of unusual heat you are facing. But I do know this. Those who trust in the Lord frustrate the enemy's word. Those who yield their bodies that they should not serve or worship any God except their own God frustrate the enemy's word. Those who trust in the Lord Those who yield to him usher in a decree that there is no other God who can deliver us like this. I believe that verse 30 is a word for us today. I believe it's a word to those that trust in the Lord and yield only to him. And if we will be that people, this word is for us. Daniel 3.30, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Listen tonight, there is a promotion coming. There is promotion coming because of devotion to the Lord in this time of unusual heat. There is promotion coming to this house. There's promotion coming to marriages. There's promotion coming even to families to to bring increase. I even see promotion coming to the womb. I know that might sound strange tonight. I see promotion coming to all these things because of refusal to bow. Because we will not let this unusual heat have its way with us, to snare our hearts. We are more than overcomers. And so we must stand and we must trust in the Lord. Promoted in Babylon. Can we receive that tonight? I believe promotion is coming. Even in the realm of business, places of occupation, where maybe right now you're the one that's under attack. You're the one facing unusual heat. You know why you're facing it? Because you're devoted to Jesus Christ. That might be part of it. You don't cut corners. You're not sloppy with ethics. And so, you're not liked. Because you bring conviction and condemnation on those that are. The Lord is saying, promotion's coming. Promotion is coming. Trust in me. And even if God doesn't bring this promotion, even if it doesn't happen, don't lose your faith. It's better to go down in faith. It's better to go out in faith than buckle and cave and be like everybody else. If we buckle and cave and fall like everybody else, what hope of testimony do we have for the Lord in this land, in this nation, in these provinces? If we all bow to what the enemy is trying to bring, even in the schools, and we know all this stuff, Sexual idiocracy, insanity. We don't bow. We don't bow. Don't cave, don't buckle. Don't rip pages out of your Bible. Make friends and keep friends. Wonder how many people do that. Instead of highlighting and underlining, just cross it right out. 
Well, that doesn't work for my family situation. Remind me next year in the Bible reading to skip this. Black and white. I spoke a message many years ago to the young adults, simply, simply titled, Get Rid of the Gray. That word promotion here means to advance, prosper, to cause anyone to go on well, to promote quickly to office and great honors. I want to encourage us here tonight. Let the heat in us be turned up seven times hotter, unusual heat for the glory and honor of God. See, there is heat that seeks to break our resolve, break our loyalty, break our commitment, break our devotion to the Lord in whatever area. Heat that pines for our demise, that we cave, crack, and bow. Heat to snare the hearts of overcoming Christians. Are you here tonight facing heat? Maybe right now it's the usual heat. Stand. Hold to your post. Hold to your confession. If you're here tonight and you know the enemy's cranked it up, I can stand and testify right now. The furnace is seven times hotter. That the enemy would love, the enemy would love to snare the heart of this overcoming Christian. And the enemy would love to snare your heart with this unusual heat. Seven times hotter. What are you facing right now? Why don't you just close yourself in with the Lord for a minute? I'm not going to ask you to close your eyes because there's always like the five or six that refuse to, so you feel free to do whatever you want to do. You know that the Spirit is speaking to you. I don't know what area this is. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands. I'm not going to ask for a response right now. Just a response between you and the Lord. You might be here tonight and you have bowed. You've cracked. You've caved. If we repent and come before the Lord, He's faithful to forgive. He is so gracious, so merciful. He is so kind. He's so kind. I can even see it right now. I know. I mean, you could say, yeah, because the amount of people that are in this room, but I believe not usual heat. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a common cold. What I'm talking about is unusual heat. It's been cranked up in your life in the area of health, cranked up in your life, in the area of finances, cranked up in your life, pressure, cranked up in your life, peer pressure, cranked up in your life, in relationships, cranked up in your life. There are marriages here tonight where the heat has been turned up.
And the enemy would love for you to break. The enemy would love for you to choose the world's way. The enemy would love for you to run. The enemy would love for you to bow, crack, give up, walk out. There are some here tonight, the enemy is after you to rip you from this house that God has planted you in. All of us have to choose. But when you feel the heat, when we feel the heat, let's cry out like never before for a spirit of discernment. Let's cry out. Let's not bow like everybody else. You know what I love? Three. 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 Wow. Wow. I was reminded this week, founding pastor of this church years and years ago, you know, you face trouble uh, in the church and people choose to do their own thing sometimes. Say things they shouldn't and treat you ways you shouldn't because it's actually not right. And they're misled and misguided. And he always said, hey, I started with six people, and if it, it gets back to six people, I didn't really lose anything, did I? Listen, we all face heat. We all face unusual heat. You might think, well, the person up there is singing. They got it all together. Listen, we all face unusual heat. I could unpack it right now for you and tell you everything that I'm facing. A lot of you might be shocked. That's okay. We just have to ask the Lord to crank the heat up in us. We need to ask the Lord to turn it up. Listen, I could be one of those that crack like everybody else and walk out. None of us are exempt from this. We all face heat. We all face unusual heat. Maybe right now you're facing unusual heat. I want to say again in your health because I know that's a reality for many. You've been praying and praying and praying. You've been praying and praying and praying. Listen, just trust the Lord. Hold to your confession of faith. Don't speak against God. When the report comes, something tragic happens inside, what are you going to do? You need to start to declare the life of God, the healing of God, the miracle of God, the wonder, the wonder, the wonder in the fire, the wonder in the fire. Jesus. Would you just invite Christ into your crisis right now? You know what it is. Speak it to him. Tell him tonight. Lord, I invite you in. We invite you in, Lord. We invite you in, Jesus. We invite you in, God. invite you in, Lord. 
anxiety breaks in this place tonight. Depression breaks in this place tonight. Fears break in this place tonight. Those ropes that have you tied, the ropes burn off tonight. The ropes fall tonight. And the testimony in this place, the testimony today and in days to come, the testimonies will be that the fire did not hurt. Our clothes were not even singed. And when we exited that fire, the smell of smoke was not on us. We carry nothing out except the freedom and deliverance of our God. We don't carry the smell of smoke for the rest of our days. That might be a word for somebody here tonight. Maybe your nose needs to be healed tonight. You came out of the furnace. You're like, I swear I smell like smoke. You just keep smelling yourself. You've had these, these times in your life, times of unusual heat, times of injustice, and you're the one that's smelling the smoke, but nobody else can smell it on you. Do you understand what I'm saying tonight? And the Lord just wants to free you from that. It hasn't remained on you. Not even the smell of smoke. Wow. We love you, Jesus. We love you, God. We love you, Lord. The world may fail, you will remain in the midst of the trial. You will always be housing our God never fails, our God never fails.